a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. The others' hushed voices were giving Harry an odd feeling of foreboding. It was as though they had just entered the house of a dying person. He heard a soft hissing noise, and then old-fashioned gas lamps sputtered to life all along the walls, casting a flickering, insubstantial light over the peeling wallpaper and threadbare carpet of a long, gloomy hallway, where a cobwebby chandelier glimmered overhead and age-blackened portraits hung crooked on the walls. Harry heard something scuttling behind the baseboard. Both the chandelier and the candelabra on a rickety table nearby were shaped like serpents. Welcome to the Restricted Section, a Harry Potter podcast that does not condone the views of J.K. Rowling and uh, hates her. So take that. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry. We did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Chapter 4, Number 12, Grimald Place. Um, Ron and Hermione pretty much just get like a very rude awakening when Harry shows up at Grimmauld Place and then just starts screaming at them a lot. The chapter descriptions are pretty short and to the point at this point in the book, but don't worry, the chapters get much more complex as we progress. Welcome to the restricted section. Aren't you glad to be hearing my dulcet tones once more? My co-host today is the half-breed, the mutant, the freak, Haley. Say hello to the listeners, Haley. Hello, listeners. I am a half-breed mutant and freak, and my name is Haley. (laughs) And I'm really, really excited. Our special guests today are joining us from the podcast Fang Fiction, hosts Lucy and Zach. Say hello to the listeners, Lucy. Hello. Say hello to the listeners, Zach. Oh, hello. I usually do that to help our listeners differentiate voices, but, you know, <laughs> there's the a same. difference yeah. there. We both have quite deep vo- Australian voices. <laughs> yeah, was that Zach or Lucy just then? <laughs> you people all sound the same right. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are from Australia, well-spotted listener. They host the podcast Fang Fiction One or both of you, please tell us what that podcast is about, because I am sure our listeners will be interested. Uh, We're just sadomasochists, so we decide (laughs) to hurt ourselves as much as possible uh, while having people listen to it. Yeah, we have spent six months of the last year reading My Immortal, chapter by chapter. I read it to Zach, who has never read fan fan fiction before, (laughs) um, in the attempt to convince him that fan fiction is amazing, and I picked the wrong fan fiction to do that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's perfect. <laughs> so, yes, we read bad fan fiction and make silly jokes about it. How can you not? I think we connected when the restricted section covered My Immortal. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I was posting those um, My Immortal haikus, Beautiful. I think, is exactly how we got connected. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot so, about those. 
yeah, dumb, <laughs> shitty interject internet jokes definitely make real friends. That's right. Absolutely. So then Haley and I were driving home from the beach one day and I was like, we're going to listen to this podcast. It's um, it's about my immortal. And Haley's like, I hate podcasts. And I'm like, but it's about my immortal. And, and, she, and she's and she was like, oh, OK. And then also I was like, as a reminder, you are on a podcast and you're not allowed yeah. to go around saying you hate podcasts. That's counterproductive. Okay, well, I- well, I didn't bring it up this time, Tina, so. <laughs> so we were on our way home from the beach, and we were, you know, that's like a tired energy, Um, but we were, like, cackling listening <laughs> to y'all's podcast. We were like, oh, my God, they get it. Like, you know how when you, you listen to another podcast, and you're like, wow, they, this is we're going to be friends with yeah. these people. <laughs> the energy is matched. Yeah, it was like the mm-hmm. best possible chapter too. I think it was the one where uh, Dumbledore catches them fucking in the woods. Uh, that's my favorite chapter my favorite episode it's- of the podcast oh what are you doing you motherfuckers oh, for no. years for years my sisters and i have been saying that back and forth what the hell are you doing you motherfuckers <laughs> um yes and i did definitely put that episode on for you Haley, because i was like this is good this is the good. one yeah. yeah yeah that was a good choice well curated <laughs> I was like, oh my god, she's gonna get bored. Like, I have like a grumpy teenager. I'm like, oh my god, what's gonna get her into? That's right. Hand her the iPad. <laughs> put on my immortal content. She's like, I'm sweepy from being at the beach. Right. I've, been, I've been out in the sun all day. I'm not meant for this. That's right. That was the day that both of our hats got blown off at the same time, oh, and two different trucks had to stop for us. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, thank God. Thank God we were out in the country. The, the only thing that can make this better is underage sex and and professors catching them. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That'll that'll solve it. That'll solve it. So Lucy, what is your Harry Potter history? When did you read the books? When yeah. did you watch the movies? What's up with that? Uh yeah, I'm your classic millennial Harry Potter fan. My mom read the first four books to me, I reckon. And then Cute. I kind of started at, back at number one, like, because then there was the break before book five came out. Right. And then, yeah, did the queued up at midnight to get the new books when they came out. That's awesome. When book seven came out, I was invited to a birthday party that I didn't go to so I could finish reading it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's fair. Honestly, back in, like, back in those days. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Yeah. What? idiot plans a birthday party that day <laughs> seriously <laughs> some people don't like to read i've yeah. heard yeah read the Apparently. cultural room at the very least that's right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah and then loved the movies loved all of harry potter up until all of the goodwill was destroyed <laughs> right yes uh wow love that what yeah. what happened tell me about it <laughs> Oh no, Zach! You've been living under a rock. Yeah, just stay so there. Sorry. Stay in, under your rock. Did J.K. Rowling do something problematic? That's right. <laughs> I love Robert Gal- Galbraith. Is that, that is my, her, is her name? I can't remember. She wrote a thousand-page book about how she's not problematic. <laughs> yeah, I 
That's always a good sign. Yeah. I saw somebody who phrased uh, the page count in that as 600 pages longer than Dune. And it's like, <laughs> I, w- I want to teach that. I want to teach that tweet in like a college level English class. Yeah, like, I need you all to understand, like it's, it smacks you and then it reels back and it backhands you. <laughs> than Dune. Oh no. And then she applied the same writing to philosophy. To screenwriting. Entirely different Ugh. genre. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Can't do it. Lucy, were you part of the original My Immortal like release? Were you there in the trenches when it was being released? <laughs> sort of. So I was exactly the age. I was the same I'm the okay. same age as Tara, I'm quite sure. Unless if we know We do have a thesis that Tara could be a fifty five year old man, but who will ever know? And I was like a teen emo who was very into Harry Potter and vampires. <laughs> so I kind of like knew about My Immortal. Okay, I got you. And then didn't think about it for a very long time. It's been making a bit of like a, a resurgence, mm. I guess, because of the Sarah Zed videos. Is I, that right? I think that's part of it. And also like there's just been a general resurgence of like, like that era of everything. Totally. Oh yeah, because also like a year ago they put the Twilight movies on Netflix or whatever. Also yeah. that. So there's like a lot of kids now who are like just getting into nerd culture who are like finding the archives of the <laughs> like, internet. Hashtag throwback. And then yeah. they're like running into, you know, old farts like us who are like, what do you mean you haven't seen Charlie the Unicorn, you little fucking weirdo? Well, sit down and watch yeah. this. This is a real meme. I'm always here to gatekeep Charlie the Unicorn. Yeah. No, no new fans. <laughs> Only the hardest can survive. Ah, uh, they took my freaking kidney. That's right. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> You have no idea what it's like to wait 18 minutes for that video to load <laughs> so you can watch it for the 700th time. Instant gratification, these That's kids right. didn't have to wait for their memes, didn't want have to wait for their <laughs> internet to load, didn't have to wait for Harry Potter books. No wonder they're such fucking snowflakes. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember having to wait for my dad to stop working so I could use the phone because he was like on the internet but he never stopped working (laughs) dad please i need to watch charlie the unicorn (laughs) 28 times in a row because there's no other memes no (laughs) this is all we have (laughs) man i didn't see any of this shit because i had parental control until i went to college boy what a time my parents didn't have good enough computers to have parental controls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah controls, my parents baby. were like, I need you to set this up for me. And I was like, gladly. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I was allowed to play games on the American Girl doll website, and Oof. I was allowed to play the games on Claire's.com, and that was about it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's Did good- you play yeah. Diva Stars? <laughs> I loved Diva Stars. Oh, I don't remember that one. But I did play Neopets. That was like a dress-up game. Oh, I did play a couple of those dress-up games, so maybe it was that one. (laughs) Lucy, what Hogwarts house are you? I'm a Gryffindor. (laughs) I have Part of being an adult for me is embracing my extreme main character energy. (laughs) And a big part of that was transitioning from pretending to be a Hufflepuff to admitting that I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, 
So you've had the exact opposite journey as Tina. <laughs> oh, and finally they meet. <laughs> oh my God, we're living opposite lives. Oh my God. Um, no, I was. You forgot the era where I was in high school, and I was like, "Well, obviously I'm a Ravenclaw because yeah. I'm brilliant." But what I didn't <laughs> yeah. know is I was actually just a Slytherin, uh, aka oh. incredibly self-centered. And then, <laughs> I feel like a lot of Slytherins think that they're Ravenclaws. Yes, exactly. Um, and then my adulthood has been like, we could be a little bit more Hufflepuff about this, babe. And now that's who I am. <laughs> So, Zach, what is your Harry Potter history? Yeah. When did you read the books? When did you watch the movies? Well, I had a very similar childhood to Lucy. My mum read me the first four. Fark and four was when I started reading them like with her. Um, so, Order of the Phoenix was a big deal. I reckon that was the first one I bought yeah. um, myself, um, which was very exciting. I loved them. I loved the movies. Went to the midnight releases, things like that. And then when I got to university, so that was like 17, 18, I met all these other people that were super into Harry Potter and I was like, oh, I'm not a big enough fan. And I was like, and I just stopped. I was like, I, I, I gatekept myself. I was like, you that's yourself. right. I was like, it was, it was right before Pottermore hit. I reckon it was right around then. Cause people were like, oh, you have, have you signed up to Pottermore? I was like, no, but I still love Harry Potter. And they're like, shut up, dickhead. And, Thanks, yeah. fan. That's you right. could Potter more. You oh, know. shit. See? I'm getting flashbacks. Are you like, a- numb. That's it. Are you a prep or a poser yeah, that you're not using Potter more? Forever. All of the gothic kids use Potter more. <laughs> Only goths use Potter more. That's it. Um, yeah, so that's when I fell out of love. But that was, I think, safe. Because then all the all the turf stuff happened, so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, congrats, yeah, no, I, congrats to you." It was, yeah. it was the right time. It was the right time. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry for dragging you back onto this sinking ship. That's right. It's Lucy's Zach messaged fault, me to be at like the in the middle of the night last night, yeah. being like, "I don't want to read this." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really bad. Like, and this book is. In my opinion, the worst, and the mm-hmm. beginning of it is the longest, which oh is awful. God. That's an awful way to write a book. Yeah. yeah. Um. And this chapter is bullshit, and I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm gonna like really do my homework. I'm gonna start at the beginning of this book, and I'm gonna read to the end of chapter four. And then I was like, no, I'm just gonna skip to chapter four. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you at all. Um. I wish I could skip to chapter four. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried I'm like complaining too much about this book. Like I know we have listeners who like it. Okay, so so tell me, DM me on on whatever social media. Mm. Tell me if it's endearing or obnoxious that I keep complaining that's right. about Flamers. Order of the Phoenix. Flamers be flaming. Um, that's right. yeah. I will not release another episode until that's I right. get four good reviews. <laughs> There's an aw- so we're on to season two of fake fiction now, and we're reading. Forbidden Fruit, The Temptation of Edward Cullen. Mm-hmm. And there's an author's note at the beginning of one of the chapters that's like, don't flame, guys, there's no point. <laughs> Which is <laughs> my attitude now whenever I get a DM yeah. from a listener. I'm like, there's no point. There's no point. There's no point. There's no point. Just be zen. No <laughs> flaming. <laughs> Zach, what Hogwarts house are you? Oh, I just don't know. It's one of those, I think, because I've, I've rallied so hard against being a Harry Potter fan now, I'm like, I refuse to put myself in a house. Uh, I'm but probably Ravenclaw. Life. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty amazing. Lucy, what do you think Zach is? Oh, that's, that's a good, a good question. Yeah, what are you going to pick, huh? Well, you're too cowardly to be a Gryffindor. Wow. Okay. 
No You're worries. too dumb to be a Ravenclaw. Wow. You're not okay. nice enough to be a Hufflepuff. Sure. Hey, cool. No worries. Wow. Maybe um, you go to Inverness. So you're saying... <laughs> I don't know. This is a this is kind of a Hufflepuff reaction. That's right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, he's wow. definitely a Hufflepuff. You know our podcast is 100% a Hufflepuff. Welcome to Hufflepuff. Here's your muffin. Here's, <laughs> Here's your Pie. muffle puff. Yeah. <laughs> a muffle puff. <laughs> That's right. That's gonna be my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and you just ask questions like, "What Hogwarts house are you in?" <laughs> and eat cake. That's it. That would go off. Oh boy, I would. I think you hit. You hit your million dollar idea there. Congratulations. Zach. You can play the schoolgirl angle with like, oh, yeah. and, like socks. That's right. The schoolgirl angle creeps me oh, out. Oh god. <laughs> Especially if it was a if it was a Hogwarts school outfit Hogwarts too. That's school. it's oh it just god. gets worse and worse and worse. I'm at Hogwarts College. There <laughs> are there are slutty Hogwarts uniforms out yeah. there. Seen them. Oh, I bet. Awful. Slutty Dobby outfits out there. Mm. That's, that's, oh yeah. yeah. I mean Dobby's just a slut. Oh, you know? fucking, <laughs> have you, have you seen have you have you seen those gams? My god. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to reiterate to our listeners and all our future guests, uh, when I say what Hogwarts house are you in, we've, we've gotten a lot of different answers. We've gotten uh, some serious answers of people who are confident. We've gotten some cusp answers. I'm part this, part this. We had a, a one guest uh, who made up a brand new house oh, wow. to suit their needs. And we've had more than one guest, uh, including you, Zach, more than one, <laughs> say, I don't fucking know or I don't fucking care. And that's valid. That's valid. Yep. You don't have to know or care. Good. I don't care either. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm in Mufflepuff now. Welcome to Mufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here today to talk about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, yes. Chapter 4, Number 12, Grimald Place. Uh, Haley, will you please say the name of the road? Grimald Place. Okay, Lucy, will you please say the name of the road? Grimald Place. Okay, Zach, can you hit me with, how do you say the name of the road? Uh, a Grimald. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Something about this word is just like wrong to no, me. No, it's not right. Yeah. Yeah, when Lucy says it, it sounds like, and I know that this is supposed to be the pun, it, is, it sounds like Grimold. Like, oh, it's a Grimold Oh my God, place. yeah, that is the point, uh, isn't it? Oh, right. Sure. Yeah, no, JK knew what she was doing. Like, every name of every place in these books is a pun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, including the really cute pun about how, about Kingsley Shacklebolt. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will never... I will never stop complaining about Kingsley Shacklebolt's mm. last name. Oh my god. I, god! I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. Me up until then, up until then, I was just like, "No, it's it's metal. It's a metal name." <laughs> yeah. Like Shacklebolt. Yeah, hell yeah. 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 Absolutely. I gotta tell you, that's still the same page I'm on. That, that sounds sick. <laughs> it's it's bad. If it's not if it's not pulling up imagery of like. American chattel slavery. It's bringing up oh, imagery shit. of okay. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. Oh, cool. I was about to be like, no, that's my Hogwarts house. It's Shacklebolt. Um, but never mind. <laughs> well, if it's yeah. if even if we skip even if we skip the slavery reading, we can go to the like incarcerated people mm. performing yeah. hard labor angle. Like, there's mm. no angle. It's not good. Wow. It's, it's not good at all. Layers. JK's so clever. 
<laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. She is just such a sneaky little think- cunt. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we can yeah. say cunt on this podcast. Oh, I was so ner- I was like, I was like, oh, Americans are funny about that word. <laughs> Australians no, no. use it a lot. It's fine. Not on this show. I was nervous. I would accidentally drop a C bomb and well, upset thank you. Thank goodness. <laughs> The problem is that you I say the word bitch so much that it carries no meaning yeah. anymore. Yeah. So if I really want to say something about uh, JK Rowling should be under the word cunt in the dictionary, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say yeah. like it should be JK Rowling, sneaky little cunt. Like that's that's her that's her epitaph. That's what we put on the headstone at the end. When you go to her LinkedIn, that's like what it's Yeah, perfect. Name. Yeah, I'm a I'm a writer, I'm in the movies, I'm a sneaky little cunt. Like that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very professional photo on the side. <laughs> you know how like sometimes in movies characters will like see red and it's like and it like go, it like like literally and it's like it makes like murder mm-hmm. noises and it yeah. like zooms in and it's like red. That's what happens when I see that bitch's face. Yeah, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I think I said this in Fang Fiction once, but it's like I can't believe the level of goodwill that she's managed to lose. It's like, yeah. it's unprecedented in pop culture history. <laughs> I mean, it's a complete, it's a complete about turn. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. remember? Yeah. I don't know if this was a, I don't know if this was a thing on uh, your side of the planet, uh, <laughs> but when we were growing up, there was like a very common thing, like, especially around where we grew up, like the American South, uh, where a lot of families wouldn't let their kids read Harry Potter because something, yeah. something the devil. So, like, I had a lot of friends who, like, yeah, weren't allowed to interact with the stories. And, like, she was so, like, so against that kind of, like, person. And, mm-hmm. like, they were so against her that it's like, why are you... What the fuck happened? How are you why, not on the same team? Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I think it's a... What are you, what are you getting out of this? Yeah. It's like a classic. It's like a person got famous in a certain era. So their level of progress stopped. And so they're like, I don't have to yeah. learn anymore. And then and then life kept progressing. And now they can't deal with the world that they're in. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, they got mm-hmm. stuck. They got too rich. Yep. Yeah. You can almost like pinpoint the day she lost touch. Yeah. Legit. I feel like you can read it in this book. <laughs> the yeah, point at yeah. which she became too famous. <laughs> and she was like not listening to her editors anymore. And she was just like, I'm too big to fail. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote an 8,000 yeah. word book in which very little happens. I'm pretty sure this is the third chapter in a row. And I'll remind you, we're only on chapter four that I think could have been edited out. <laughs> right, right. Oh my God. Just could have been edited out. I totally disagree. Everything is perfectly important <laughs> as we were about to find out. If anything, I want more of it. Twice as long. The only good and important thing in this chapter is that Either Fred or George, I forget, drops his dulcet tones line, which mm. is a phrase yes. that I have used for the past 15 years so of true. my life. Absolutely. <laughs> dulcet yeah. tones. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I found a few other points to just subtly enjoy about mm. okay. this chapter. I'll agree that it's not like strictly a lot of the important material in here could have just been worked into dinner in the next chapter. But uh, it's, <laughs> dinner. There's, a couple of, there's a couple of moments. <laughs> Y'all yeah. know that we picked the right guest where we don't even get to the very first sentence of the chapter until 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it, gives, it, gives you, it gives your listeners a taste of what fake fiction is like. <laughs> we must start the chapter. I'm taking right. control. 
at the end of the last, so we must actually back up for a second. At the end of the last <laughs> chapter, H- Harry got given this piece of paper that said the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix is at number 12 Grim Old Place. Okay, now it's this chapter. So Harry's like, what's the Order of the Phoenix? And Lupin's like, shut, shut, shut up. <laughs> oh no, Moody's like, shut it's up, Moody. which is much yeah, more violent. It's terrifying. It is Moody. Yeah. Moody promptly burns the message and Lupin is like, Think about what you just read. Like a mm. very patient, kind teacher who maybe should have stayed employed. The one and only effective teacher Hogwarts has ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Uh, except maybe McGonagall. Yeah, I, I will. McGonagall. I will accept McGonagall. But nobody enjoys her classes. No. That's like a different But they thing. do learn transfiguration, which is ostensibly the point. She leaves them no alternative. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so as soon as Harry thinks about what he's memorized, a house emerges between 11 and 13 Grimald Place, even though, at least in America, that's not how addresses no, work. No, no. Is that how addresses work? No, it sure okay. doesn't. No. Okay. Even if there's nothing on the other side of the road, it still wouldn't be 11, 12, 13. Yes, yeah. right. So maybe, well, no, no, it doesn't. I was like, maybe they invented a house to go in between 12 and 13, but then there would still just be another 12 Grimald place across the street, you know? And there's yeah. this whole thing <laughs> about like, oh, the local muggles have always found it as this charming era in the street. It's like, every street is like that. <laughs> Silly funny. muggles. So dumb. <laughs> what a lower class citizen. <laughs> For real, though. There's this whole ass new house there. They enter um, the house. Whoa. Did I skip something? No. That's, 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 <laughs> I so, just, it's so exciting. <laughs> we're going in. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of locks unclicking. We're hearing a bunch of locks un- going undone. Must be magic whoa. stuff. You, You're very welcome. Can I just Sounds really magic. say the lengths that they go to to not be noticed are significantly more conspicuous than just walking in into a house. Like growing a house out of nowhere, removing all the lights from the street lamps and then putting them yeah. back in is Yeah, so- yeah. No, no, what what you have to understand, every time we encounter a moment like this because it's every moment that wizards are trying to be covert, mm. whenever we encounter this and think, why the fuck would they do it like this? Why why the fuck this is not in any way the most efficient way to do anything? There's a very simple explanation, which is that wizards are all about the drama. 100%. It's their only True. priority. It's their only priority. It's all about presentation, yeah. baby. Yeah, it is. Uh, so they enter the house. Da-na-na. It's dark and it's <gasps> dank and gro- not like cool weed dank, but no. like underground cave dank. Like dark wizard That's, that's Nazi also dank. cool. <laughs> yes. I mean, caves, caves, not dark wizard Nazis. Sure. <laughs> caves are also yeah. cool. I like geology. <laughs> oh, see, I love dark wizard Nazis, but that's just, that's my that's my Hogwarts house. Um <laughs> Well, then this is the perfect time for you to be getting (laughs) back into Harry Potter. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like it's like a haunted house, but like not a fun haunted house, like a for like a haunting of Hill House, like a real haunted Mm. house, because it's it's creepy in there. And then like everyone's whispering, and no one will explain why. They're like, "Calm down, everything's going to be fine. If you could just come with me." What was that? (laughs) What? Why are we whispering? (laughs) That would would be me. In this situation, I'd be like, hey, oh my God, Mrs. Weasley. (laughs) 
Are you guys screamers? Would you be screaming like me? A hundred percent. I've been alone for a month. I haven't had anyone to talk to. I've missed you all so much. I yeah. feel like this this opening paragraph shows me just how much I couldn't survive in the wizarding world. It'd just be so fucking stressful all the time. <gasps> like this this guy's like, here's a piece of paper. And I'm like, oh great. Oh, it's on fire. Okay. Oh my god, there's a house. There's heads on the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> just kill me. Just kill me. Send me back. Let it end. Send me back to Privy yeah, Drive. Like absolutely. I'll take child abuse over this. I get creeped out at the thought of staying at Sean's my husband's grandmother's house and she is a perfectly normal pretty old person mm -hmm. like this I could never ever sleep here like, <laughs> there's no part of this house where I can comfortably put my head down and rest like I'm not touching no, anything no because you'll never I come back sleep here the one of the only sane moments in this whole book series is in book seven when the three when the trio sleep there for the first time they all sleep in the same room like on the floor exactly. in the lounge room because they're so terrified and it's like yes, meant to be they're so yes. terrified of the death eaters but it's like no it's this fucking house it's the scariest house ever one time my two best friends and i stayed in this ranch house in colorado and we live in the middle of the city so a ranch house was extremely alarming yeah. to us there was a lot of wind and we just knew that right outside the window there was mountains and that alarmed us That's a right. lot and m maybe it was haunted there was like go there was like old western mm gold towns over there mm. and I was just alarmed so we all slept there big house all slept in the same bed yeah absolutely scary. we couldn't sleep in the room with the mirror in it what if the mirror does some weird light stuff in the middle of the night absolutely no that's you never fucking know. terrifying we had to buckle down yeah none of that we came here for a relaxing holiday with the mountain air and we just have to fucking get through it till we can get back to the city I mean I, I've slept in similar conditions to this it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> Haley, you're you would. Your apartment is like a vintage shop already. Yeah, I, I'm halfway there, so you know, I've I've slept in like lean twos that had kind of like bunks, mm. like no cushions, but like just yeah. bunks in the uh, in the Cascade yeah. Mountains and like just random like weird old Depression era cabins yeah. out in like Prince Will. Like it's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So this is so this is your place that JK's describing right now. Honestly, yeah. a yeah. little bit. This yeah. reminded me like this whole chapter reminded me of a recent family reunion at the ancestral <laughs> home of, of my mother's side yeah. of the family that's was like that when, was that when you were texting me Christina there's so many wonderful hats here <laughs> etc yeah you texted me something no it was like lamps there were a lot lamp, of wonderful it was lamps, lamps. It was lamp. it's, I mean the house was just full of like five generations of my family at least have like just this old 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 house yeah and like we were all kind of going through it. Like, it, long story short, we were kind of inheriting stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, it's the whole house, so we were, we were doing, like, a rummage and, like, calling dibs on things. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of, like, the house wasn't, like, it's not gross like this, but I can I can see it happening. I went up to the attic. I can, I can see that trajectory. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, instead of the heads of house elves on the walls, you just had lots of lamps. That's nice. It, like a... Like a lot of lamps and like old watercolor paintings of the Delaware River. Sure. And there's, there's people in them and they move. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Imagine having a cute little painting of cute little George Washington crossing a cute little Delaware River. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> that sounds very American. I definitely get the reference. <laughs> it is extremely American. Um, 
<laughs> lots of uh, lots of terrible white people in our history. What? Uh, pretty much all of them. We can't relate to that. I'm sure you can. <laughs> There's a book about George Washington called You Never Forget Your First because he was our first president. And that's like kind of the energy I feel about in him. A, I'm like, in a lot of oh, ways, didn't we all lose our virginity to George Washington? <laughs> oh, daddy, the daddy of the country. <laughs> <laughs> he was hot back then, allegedly. Yeah. That's what we learned in history here in America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Gosh. that's the standard. I love dead presidents. He wasn't a president, was he? Yeah, you never forget your first sight. Were you fucking listening? <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm not. <laughs> I hate Harry Potter. <laughs> That's fine. I hate podcasts. <laughs> we are so barely talking about Harry Potter right oh my now. God. We're doing a pretty good job. Right. <laughs> We're on page two. Wait, yeah. really quick. I know that we've been really on topic this, thus far, so I just have a quick inter- quick interjection. Perfect. Lucy, Zach, I told my friend Charlie I was recording with you, and they said, tell them I love their Oh, mom. amazing. Well, Charlie. <laughs> we love the fans. We love you. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, <laughs> subscribe. No flaming. Okay, if you flame, we'll find you. While we're talking about it, hey, Charlie, give me a That's You know what, Charlie? <laughs> I, I bet you have Pull it. your fucking Let's finger out. five stars, all right? Support your friends. <laughs> Charlie is a very supportive friend of okay, I bet you haven't done that review, Charlie. That's right. We love you, Charlie. We're in the hallway still. Yeah. <laughs> Enter Mrs. Weasley. Enter. Mrs. Weasley enters the hallway and comes to say hi. She's whispering. She looks thin and pale. Oh no. That's not that's not like normal for her. No. no. It's like there's a war on. And you just fucking know she's preparing every single meal for every single man in this fucking house. Yes. She, yes. Uh, she is like saddled with a hundred percent of the emotional and domestic labor of the Order of the Phoenix. I never even thought of it that way. Yep. Yeah, she carries the entire series. She's like the only mother figure <laughs> yeah. for every character. Conspicuously. It doesn't seem like she's teaching all these 15 and 16 year olds like how to cook. No. <laughs> no. No, she is a little bit like, get out of my face, like go upstairs and clean one of the rooms. And they're obviously cleaning yeah, like 15 year olds true. because all of this creepy shit is still in the house. They're not getting rid of any of it. Yeah. <laughs> Go play with the haunted toys, children. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Mrs. Weasley is like, the meeting has started. And Harry's like, that sounds like it's for me. And Mrs. Weasley's like, hard no. Now. You simply, you must go away. Don't be stupid. <laughs> it's so funny how like Harry's always like, oh, like, let me. Like, be the hero of the story. And now reading it as an adult, I'm like, Mrs. Weasley's the only person who is, like, looking at this child and seeing a child <laughs> and being like, let's it's true. keep this child yeah. safe. So she takes him up to his room and then is like, bye, I have to go to the meeting. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. What's the meeting about? We'll find out. So finally, 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 <gasps> 62 pages oh into the book, Harry gets a hug from a friend and he's been needing it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What happens next? I'm too I'm too used to fan fiction now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LOL, then what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you do? What if I was there? Oh, <laughs> uh, you would be like, I gotta go, because Harry starts screaming almost yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take long. Mm. So he's talking to Hermione and Ron. And Hedwig comes to at some point and Hermione's like saying a lot of things. She's like, 
She's a nervous she's talker. Word vomit. She's a nervous talker. Yeah. Which like big same. 100%. Oh my god. Like big same. And also like it's all the things she hasn't been allowed to say and tell him for a month. Yeah. She's trying to tell him all at once. And then he's like, why won't you tell me yeah. anything? And she's like, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> She's like, I have so many facts. I have so many facts. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I wrote a book. I've been wanting to dish. Oh, but he- Hedwig has pecked Ron and Hermione like half to death trying yeah. to get answers yeah, for nice. Harry. So Harry she's the has only bitch. set an animal upon his friends and left a bird <laughs> of prey on their body. A bird of prey. Do you not do that with your friends? Is that not <laughs> my husband and I? My husband and I were walking in the park next to our house today. Um and. There were like uh like fifty hawks all or oh. falcons which one hawks That's horrifying all circling there were like so many oh, oh yeah like way more than I've ever seen in one no place there's like at the same time there's like at least one red tailed hawk uh that like lives near you <laughs> like I saw it a month ago oh, just yeah. like eating Samuel. something in the median Samuel <laughs> <laughs> the red tailed hawk that lives near Christina that's that's adorable. <laughs> I'm going to write a book about it now. Great, Haley, look what you did. He's going to be a wizard, but he gets abused often. A bespectacled bespectacled boy wizard. Sorry? What was that? I I really struggled to get that line out. Wait, but bespectacled is hilarious because instead of saying, like, I have bad vision, you just say, I'm (laughs) bespectacled. Have some bespect. (laughs) Would you like some (laughs) bespectacles? I didn't realize you wore worms on your face. <laughs> I do have a quote from Haley somewhere on the one, like 200 episodes we've recorded of this podcast. I'm being dramatic. It's probably like 130. But somewhere in that, Haley, you have said. Side note, if you're someone who at any point, particularly in your old age, starts thinking about like, maybe I'm going to write a children's book, there's more to it than watching a nature documentary about an interesting animal and just coming up with a story where it lives in your hometown for no reason. That's just that's just a thing that I feel like everyone should be aware of. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> we got to cut you off. <laughs> you don't need to. We both work in children's books and we we do get that concept a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, like here's the one thing that I will say is that red-tailed hawks are in fact native to Virginia and it's usually like someone saw a documentary about like an exotic animal and they're like, what if there was an ostrich in my backyard in Kansas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoa! I see, I that's see, crazy, I see. that's so yeah. wacky. Right? So our, ours is more valid because it's correct. Yeah. yeah. An ostrich okay. in the Ozarks. That book doesn't exist, but someone's going to write yeah, it. Yeah, now that you've said that's it. That's not bad because, like, they could get through the swampland easier because of their long legs. So that's, like, not bad. Oh, so we should bring ostriches to the Ozarks. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm going to get in touch with an ornithologist oh, about yeah, this. Perfect. Damn it. This is what happens. This is how it starts. <laughs> By the end, you'll be writing children's books. <laughs> Harry is like, wow, for one split second, I was happy to see you, but now I'm just intensely disappointed in the both of you. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this, like, the ramp up to Harry yelling is one of the things that I like about this chapter, because, like, this is the first book, and it's not done, like, overtly, and I kind of wish it was, but this is the first book that starts acknowledging, like, hmm, Harry uh, has lived a fucked up life, and he's starting to realize that, you know, when you were 15 and started being like, huh, Maybe some of that shit yeah. wasn't normal. Other kids, yes. my oh life. My God. Did it look like and this? Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's like one paragraph where uh, it's like, so how come I have to stay at the Dursleys while you two get to join in everything that's going on here? And the words are like tumbling out. Like, how come you're allowed to know everything? And it's like Mm. that moment right there. It's like, oh, someone's just realized he's been abused. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I will say, for me, the big redeeming moment in this book is the scene at the end when Harry just lets Dumbledore fucking have it and, like, destroys yeah. everything in his office. It's so cathartic and it's so, like... Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the moment. Haley and I have big plans for that episode. <laughs> oh, no, no. We've got we've got big plans for a couple episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> so much exciting stuff happens, we swear. Like, subscribe. <laughs> it's This is this is trauma the book. That's, and it doesn't... Yeah. It does a good job with that. Harry, Harry Potter and the Irreversible Trauma. I, true. Yeah, no, for sure. That yeah, really that's could the be most accurate the, title I've heard so mm. far. That could be the tagline of this one because, like, it's in the space of like half a page. Harry brings up like it, it's not like I haven't, I've been locked up or whatever. It's I've been with the Dursleys. Mm. Like, I, it's do you realize that like I've I've tasted the love of a family now yeah. and mm. now like. I have to go back and like realize exactly how much my life sucks with these fucking people that I hate deeply. That's kind of okay. So when I was 15, that's when I was like, definitely for sure starting to realize that I lived in like a terribly privileged and like, and I spent a lot of time sitting in my bathtub being depressed because mm. it was like a statement. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I need to. I need to have something wrong with me, so I'm gonna be depressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm languishing That's in right. protest of my privilege. I'm gonna go lay in a pond. Exactly. I, I feel. I feel like Harry like would. You yeah. know? If he thought he could take the tub for that long. Obviously, Harry has to go home to his abusers, and this is mm. like not comparable. But like when I was a kid, I would like go to school and be with people who like kind of got it, and then I would have to go home, and it was like so fake and weird. You mm. know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, you guys don't even like know. Mm. Oh, you guys don't even yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. That's even know. Like and that's what angst that's is. Right. Like Absolutely. he really. Yeah, I think everyone goes through that period around this time yeah. in their life. Like, that's when it starts. And But, like, the degree of severity is how fucked up actually your childhood yeah. has been and, like, how you feel about it. Yeah. I do have compassion for all caps lock, Harry, as much as I'm, yeah, like, this is, Oh, yeah. No, like, this is the moment where it's all kind of coming together. Like, you know what? I think that Dumbledore actually does uh, have the power to not make me stay there. Yeah. Um, and I really fucking resent that I have to yeah. every fucking year. Yeah. And these people keep getting worse and worse. And I can't do anything about it. And I really, really hate it. It is unforgivable. Yeah. Dumbledore keeps sending him back. Oh, my God. Do literally anything to prevent sending a child to their abusers. Send him back for one day. You're a magic. Or... Damn it. <laughs> like, keep him at Hogwarts. Yes. They keep saying it's the safest place in the wizarding world. Oh, but Let we have to stay. clean it. Yes. Sorry, we, we, we close the school. There is so. Do you know how much residue magic leaves? It is disgusting. That place is 90% mold. It's not a safe place for three months of the year. The only janitor in the building is the one guy who can't do That's magic. That's right. They're just like, oh, they're oh fucked up as that. They, just, they lock right. the doors, they leave Filch there for a few months. And. <laughs> Like, no wonder he's so so furious. I think it was the first episode you guys were talking about squibs and, like, and how Filch is so angry all the time. And it's like, yeah, fair enough, okay? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's just him and the cat. No, for sure. No, he's maybe Filch the only valid. character in the valid. series that gets a shorter end of the stick than Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Sirius is also on that list. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Just we, we'll, uh, we'll get into it. <laughs> Wait, Sirius is in this book? I hope he I hope he has a good time. <laughs> I hope everything works out for him. He has the best time. He's pretty close it to works Harry, out right? So well. For Harry him. relies yeah. on him pretty emotionally, yeah. right? So I wouldn't want anything bad to happen. Oh yeah, to yeah. No, it's you might almost say a father figure. The yeah, only yeah, one yeah. That he has anyway. That's right. So uh, a really bad father figure. Okay. The, here's the thing about Caps Lock Harry that makes me sad. You know that after he's done screaming, his throat hurts. <laughs> yeah. Harry. You know when you like accidentally yell a little mm. too dinner. much, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, that hurts." You know when you when you're typing in all caps, and you're like, "Ah, oh my god, <laughs> ow." I think I think the most unrealistic part of this scene is that like he's a 15 year old boy, and at no point in yelling at his friends after barely talking to anyone for over a month, his voice does not crack. True, true, but he's true. he's strong and powerful. <laughs> I suppose but you, know you can have a real laugh happening. <laughs> <laughs> together. <laughs> Stop laughing, guys. I'm serious. I'm serious. Wow. Back. <laughs> wow. You're really bringing back my 15-year-old time. <laughs> I don't like it. Stop. I'm a really big Harry Potter fan, I swear. Okay, so speaking of your voice cracking... Crack. Uh, Fred and George apparate into the yeah, room. Nice. You like yeah, that, that was one? Good. And well all the done. tension just like melts away from my body. I know. I, when well, I see them arrive. You cannot be yelling with no, the twins. Cannot. They do not permit it. <laughs> no, they're they're not gonna take it seriously. They're already not yeah. taking no, it seriously. That's right. We heard your dulcet tones. <laughs> <laughs> so good. The dulcet tones. <laughs> I really do say that so much. Yep, same. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, they, they're talking. They, they're talking about how they've been trying to listen in on the Order of the Phoenix meetings using their extendable ears mm-hmm. invention. Sorry, for <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you so much. It's uh, if it's really good, I leave it in the podcast. Yeah. But if it's kind of weak, I take it out. They've been using these extendable ears, and they're just like flesh colored. I know. Like ropes. Love like the strutting. It's like kind of gross. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's like genius, but it's. Well, I, I mean, don't you remember like the '90s? Those uh, those sticky hand things. I think they're still yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like those that's what awful. it's like. I, I, I bet they smell the same too. Remember <laughs> so how they much, smell? And they get like so covered much, like, in grime, and dust, and dirt. Yeah. Yeah. They just immediately accumulate like a fine layer of little carpet fibers. Disgusting. Oh my god. Wait, I'm having like a traumatic sense memory right now. This was JK's foray into body horror. I was just like extendable ears covered in bits of dust and glass. I feel like that's on par with those like um oh my god, there's no do you guys remember those toys? And it's just like it's just like a cute little sack of water. Yeah, oh, the like, water well, yeah, water all you could do is wank. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All you could do was wank. Again, thinking about being fifteen again. <laughs> Voice breaking, jerking off. I went to this special high school like my last two years, uh, where it was like for kids with like weird brains, um, Love just it. Uh, un- unspecified weird brain disease, uh, and they had. <laughs> shoe boxes uh, full of like fidgets oh yeah mm. so like this was before fidget yeah, spinners because i'm old advanced. so it was like <laughs> yeah so there were like little little metal puzzle things and like rubik's cubes and those like squishy doodads so we would just be sitting there in math class like <laughs> oh yeah 32 oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very good at math. Oh, right. This is, no, this is audio format. So, like, I just yeah. imagine that I'm very casually staring into space and, like, doing a jerk, like a lazy, limp wristed yeah, 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 yeah. And then occasionally it's like, fly out of head. You're like, shit, shit, shit. Again, this all sounds very familiar, but I don't know the toy. Uh, <laughs> Did it ever I can't control it. <laughs> My mom wouldn't let me buy one at the Rainforest Cafe one time when I was probably like eight, so I should have known better. But like that bitch. was the day where I was like, oh, I get it. I'm not a baby anymore. Oh. You expect me to not play with masturbation toys. No, she's like, she's like, no, 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 you have to wait just a few more years and then you can have these. That's, it's, it's, a, it's a line. Enter Ginny, which shout out to our friend Taylor's cute, adorable dog, Ginny. Oh. She oh, looks yeah. like a cloud, dog. a red cloud. No, that's a great dog. Maybe I'll put a picture in the show notes if Taylor lets me because this dog is great and her name is Oh, I forgot that I asked Taylor like three months ago if I could put a picture of her on her Instagram and then I never did. Taylor, well, please remind me. This is me. the reminder. <laughs> I want to put a you picture. You better be listening. Um. Yeah, this is a test. We used to do that a lot. <laughs> that's not fun. That's how you know who the real friends are. We always talk about like my my partner doesn't listen to this pod our podcast. <laughs> so, so, so. Yeah, my husband super does. <laughs> yeah, not my husband hates far behind on fan fiction. Sometimes I'm like, wait, this is great work. Like the My Immortal episode, I was like, this is great, and you have to listen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And well, he, I mean, like it, that one. That one is genuinely funny. <laughs> so, like, <this laughs> stuff like this. this, all this stuff bullshit. like this. I'm sick of it. It's, it's what a waste of my time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but we're only halfway through the chapter. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love Ginny's entrance here. I love she oh, Hey, Harry, whatever. <laughs> like these four pages uh, where it's like from the twins showing up to like the meeting ending is like, it has the vibe of a really big, uh, it, it reminds me like even more than the house of like the big family reunion with like all of the extended family. Because mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. if you come from that kind of family where people will like, come from points beyond and, like, you're acquainted with your second and fourth cousins and shit. <laughs> like, this is kind of how it feels. Like, family reunions are usually, like, a weekend to two-week affair. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's always one contingent of cousins who have grown up closer to each other than everybody else. So, like, everyone's right. meeting up and getting all of the family drama at once. Mm -hmm. But, like, oh, quietly yeah. in yeah. a whisper while all the parents oh are away. Now that I'm an old regular adult I get way too much family drama and I'm like please consider me to be your child and not privy to mm -hmm. this information <laughs> yeah um somewhere between I want the uh, the good tea but I don't need that's that right much. yeah it's the highlights <laughs> thing I don't want to fix your problems yeah no I don't want like the blow by blow as it's happening I want like the recap yeah. once it's over you know yeah just tell exactly. me just tell me when you are divorced and that's okay yeah. <laughs> right yes <laughs> So Ginny, this is like the first book I think where Ginny gets a proper personality yes. and I love mm. that yeah. for her. Yeah. Um, she has like a, the perfect little attitude throughout this whole book. Yeah. Like none, of, it, it's all very sharp yeah. and like, like flirty bantery in a way where it's like, that's just who she is. She's not even flirting. You know what I mean? Like she's just, she's got yeah, it. She's focusing on her right now. Yeah. And that's I right. love that for her. Yeah. She, she comes in and she's like, I already figured it out. We can't eavesdrop. I've been throwing dung bombs at the board <laughs> yeah, for right, 10 right. minutes. Like <laughs> Tonks, Tonks gave me the fucking DL on this shit. I know exactly yes. how yeah. to game the system. That's right. Well, while well, you fuckers are up here 
Molly has cast an imperturbable charm on the door. Very convenient little charm if you wish not to be. (laughs) (laughs) So the kids are just like chit-chatting. I don't know. They're like, oh, Snape's here. And like Bill is also here. He's like dating. He's dating Fleur Delacour. She's French. She has an accent. (laughs) Yeah. And we have to read it out. Like this. This. Like this. She's improving her English. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah there it is <laughs> so then harry's like what about percy and everyone's oh. like yikes oh you can't Ooh, actually girl. say his name in our home anymore mm. basically percy was offered a big promotion at the ministry of magic for no good reason oh cool. um, he's like why promote him and so him and his dad arthur weasley had a huge row crushed it about it because fudge is trying to prevent people from siding with Dumbledore basically. So he's trying to get Percy Weasley on his team so that he can have an in with the Weasleys who are like obviously big Dumbledore loyalists. Yeah. Um, and they got into a big fight and Percy said a bunch of shitty things about his family. And even if you don't like your family, you don't have to stand in their face and scream shitty things. Yeah. Percy. Especially Arthur Weasley. Yeah, I do have to say, though, reading it this time, it was, like, glaringly obvious to me the, like, failures as a parent that kind of went on to lead to this row. You know, we know from seeing Ron that being part of this huge family of lots of high achievers causes a lot of insecurity (laughs) in the middle children. Obviously, yeah. So Percy's, like, gone to his dad being like, guess what, I got this huge promotion, like, and then Arthur's like, they've yeah. only given it to you to spy on me. It's like, even if that's true, like, <laughs> yeah, no, maybe Percy. you tell that your hurts. son you're proud of him first. Yeah, I like, in uh, in total fairness to Arthur, like, part of why this is weird is that, like, how badly Percy true. fucked yes. up last year <laughs> because yeah. of what he's like as a person specifically. <laughs> like, that was why yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, so there are, like, aspects of this where it's, like, yeah, I'm sure you didn't get, like, a whole lot of attention despite trying really, really hard because you're in this really big family. And I'm sure that, like, your father being an idealist is very inconvenient for you (laughs) as uh, a very ambitious uh, conventional person. Hard to be ambitious in a society that has three jobs. Very hard to be ambitious. Also, how did... How did you not... uh, How did you not notice, uh, (laughs) honestly, how... That your boss... (laughs) was being mind controlled and then not even was there anymore. Like you were taking you orders. You would notice Haley. Haley, do you think you would notice? If I was taking orders from a dead man? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Because a dead man wouldn't I've be. I've met as... your boss. Yes, I have. And he's a huge busybody, And that's how I know. But do you really know? Maybe he's been dead this entire time. Oh, no, no. He, it's it, it's like, there's a thing that old men do where like they're small talk. Colonialism. Just like, no, <laughs> Before that, sure. no, no, that's that's like after that's after brandy and cigars. Okay. Uh, their small talk uh, is their various health concerns. So like, of you always see it coming. You always see it coming with an old man. Yeah. We do know though that Barty Crouch Junior is an extremely advanced method actor. So who knows? Maybe his <laughs> right. like mind control of his father was like perfect. Like it would have oh, wow. to be. But like also he. 
it would have been so much smarter and easier to be like, oh, no, Weatherby, I've had a heart attack. Yeah. You're in charge of the office now. Like anything, <laughs> any kind of other that, health concern. Then you don't get the drama that magic brings, you know? <laughs> like you know what? You're yeah. so right. Sorry, you are that's, so that's right. That's keep coming <laughs> that back would to. never have worked. In fact, I'm ashamed of myself for suggesting if you could, it. There should be a character that's like very not showy with magic at all, very normal, and they would be the ones who take everything over. Like no one suspects them. Just a regular guy comes through, wipes them all out. All right, I'm going to write my Harry Potter fanfic now about a normal dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> with, a, with a gun. Just went immediately <laughs> to... You guys know uh, that one just, like, throwaway extra in, I think it's the third movie, who, like, the camera just pans past him, and he's just, like, this hot, younger guy like reading Stephen Hawking <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and stirring I know exactly a yeah. without touching yeah. it or even holding a yeah. wand. Yeah. Like, okay, so this motherfucker is just reading physics books and That's doing the guy. magic. Who the fuck are you? That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a mood. I feel like I read that that was someone. Hold on. The guy in the leaky call. He's reading the book and he's stirring his tea um, with magic. Reading. He was in the third film and the um, camera went past him for a moment and he was really hot. And he was really sexy. That's right. <laughs> he is. And gothic. <laughs> he is. Really smexy. He is a musician. He's a musician. He only gets is hotter. He like a, is he like a wizard musician who plays he's wizard from, music? Or? No, he's from, the, he's from the Stone Roses, oh, okay. an English rock yeah. band. Huh. All right. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I guess I just read enough fucking Harry Potter trivia that I even absorb yeah. trivia that's not that good. And I well, don't really listen, understand. The fact that you could type that into Google and it comes up is just like, is, is, is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. We've gone too far. <laughs> you can Google anything about Harry Potter. And sometimes it's extremely annoying because you'll Google something like Vila, which is like an animal in Harry Potter that also exists in mm -hmm. mythology yeah. and your only search results that come back are Harry yeah. Potter. It's and you're annoying. like anything, but anything, Harry but that's why I came on this podcast. I think there's a way to do that in Google. I think there's a way to be like minus Harry. Potter, <laughs> but I never remember how to do it. You sort of can't have that. If you host a Harry Potter podcast though, I just exactly. put my, my that's turf filter on and then <laughs> it, all, it all disappears. <laughs> How's the algo on that? <laughs> There's not a lot of content. <laughs> we learn Percy like disowned his whole family and moved to London. And Molly Weasley went to try to speak oh, with him. Devastating. And he slammed the door in her oh. face. Like I would punch him. Yeah, yeah. that is I'm gonna do double he, middle thing. Is he like 18, 19, 19? This stage? Too young. Yes. Oh, he's yes. still yeah, like he's he's still yeah. super young. I, it's, I feel like it's I the nineties. It was the, this was this was the nineties. <laughs> and sure. like also like not to not to be aggressively American here, but like if if you live in the UK and you're running away from home and like I'm going away to the big I'm going away to London yeah. like that okay so a twenty minute drive oh, yeah, totally yeah. like yeah, Australia. Australia right yeah. like, <laughs> like, uh, like our closest city is like I don't know a twelve hour drive yeah. away from us. Yeah, no, like oh that's like God. in America, if you want to run away from something, mm. you can run yeah. away yeah. from something. Yeah, because yeah. you've got the distance the UK, and the population. That's not a big island. We don't have the population, yeah. so you, you can't really disappear. But you can put a lot of distance. Oh, interesting. But like at least you have the distance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so many places where you could die. <laughs> I'm 
just thinking about how I could possibly run away. Sorry, I just got sidetracked imagining leaving my whole life behind. Just imagining slamming the door in my mum's face and saying, I'm going. And she's like, you already don't live here. And like, don't. That's fine. Just don't slam my doors. I'm working for the government. I've got a promotion. It's really good. Oh, never, never forsake your family for the, for the government? government. Are you joking? The government's my real family. They really take care of me. That's the goal of the state, right? Is to replace the nuclear replace the family. The family. Yeah. Replace the family. That's oh right. Oh my god. So you guys have that too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They hate traditional values. That's right. Our our prime minister yeah. prime minister yeah. is they're horrible. Our, yeah, they're new, fucking horrible. Our new prime minister is currently on a breastfeeding tour where it goes to all our all the new children that he has and lets them suckle a little bit. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So for the listeners, that's a taste of what we get in fake fiction. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So kooky. I got a visit. Off yeah. That. Yeah. Prime Minister is really great. He's he's done a lot of really new, interesting policies about replacing my mum. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Hermione is talking about the the Daily Prophet, right? I love how everyone just, like, leaves Hermione to do this job, right? Hermione takes 100% of the emotional labor of not only these two boys, but also, like, many of their peers at school as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She she does a lot all the time. And gets nothing back. Hogwarts needs a therapist. It's just Hermione. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in this book, she starts being like, hey, your behavior is, like, coming across, like, X. And, like, you, I would like it if you did, like, this instead. (laughs) Like, she starts doing that Mm -hmm. a lot. And it's like, you're the only one with any decor here. The fuck are the Grangers? Like, clearly, clearly they need to write a book on, like, child rearing. He always hears so little about them. Their daughter's wonderful. JK was like, no, uh, there's muggles. They're muggles. Why the? Why would we spend time no, with muggles? No, don't They're waste dentists. my time. There dentists. you go. There's, your, there's their profession. That's all you need to know. Yeah, they are dentists. <laughs> the Daily Prophet has been, like, not reporting on anything that matters, but, like, slipping Harry in as a little bit of a joke. Like, uh, like oh, that t- is a tall tale worthy of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. They're kind of Megan Markling. I don't know if that reference... Like I, oh no no it kind of does because like we we also saw a lot of it yeah Um, yeah like there is one thing that is consistently done really really well throughout like this series specifically uh, where like the wizarding world part of the reason that it's so nonsensical is that it's definitely lampooning like British society and I will say that's probably JKR's big strength as a writer. She's very yeah, good like at that. it's really it's really clever the way that it's done in this series mm-hmm. because like this is I, I was following uh, the recent political like upheaval in the UK with like the, mm. the prime minister and like all of the nonsense going on. There was just yeah. like someone I already follow is really good at explaining it. Mm. So was like going over just like describing what the media is like yeah. over there, yeah. and it, this all sounds pretty. Mm pretty consistent with that yeah. i gotta say yeah. everything i know about the british media comes from the harry potter series and the book red white and royal blue oh. <laughs> <laughs> which, it, which, it, which is about the 
the son of the president of the United States falling in love with the prince of England. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Great, great book. <laughs> it's a great book. <laughs> Which prince? Because that's gonna there's potential problems there. <laughs> it is a it is a everyone in this book is made up. There's oh, a God. woman <laughs> Latina president Whoa. of the United States. It's okay. a miracle. Okay. So uh, Mrs. Weasley comes and tells them it's time for dinner. And then she's like, who's been throwing them dung bombs? And Ginny's like, oh, it was Crookshank. Said Ginny unblushingly. She's like, I have no qualms whatsoever about lying to my mother. None. Yeah. What a choice for a character. Like, what a choice. I love it. I I love, love like, two lines down. Like, Mrs. Weasley is just like, oh, and, like, gives them some other directions. And then, like, the last thing she says before leaving the room, Ginny, your hands are filthy. What have you been doing? Go wash them before dinner. And they just, like, You're disgusting, daughter. (laughs) Question. Question. Is this this joke saying that Ginny has dung on her hands from the dung bomb? Yeah, no, I was wondering about, like, what the construction of a dung bomb is. A dung bomb is just a little bit of shit. It's just shit. That she's yeah. just been chucking around the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like looks like just shit. It's it's Fred, Fred, Fred and George make their own eventually, and it's super cheap to produce, a high markup, and it just. <laughs> the only problem is that like it's basically like poop poop gas, yeah. and everyone gets pink. Yeah. Like it's just an <laughs> epidemic in Hogwarts. He's just like swanned into the room, being like, "Oh, hey, Harry, like, what's up?" <laughs> just oh, shit. shit. <laughs> This is her move now. This is her yeah. move. And you know what? It fucking works. Harry's like, I don't fucking mind this. It's true. Harry's like, something new has awakened in me. This is fantastic. Yeah. She's really coming into her own, Ginny. I, I just picture Hermione and Ginny having a conversation like, no, no, no. If you want to attract a boy at this age, yeah. what you have to understand is that they're disgusting and stupid. Right. So you have to be... More a, disgusting a and gross. stupid. Like, just let yourself <laughs> yeah. be a little gross. Fling, fling like, shit at the door. Fred and George. Yeah. <laughs> fling shit at the doors. Yeah. HarryPotter.fandom.com, which is our number one resource for all things Harry Potter. It just says dung bombs are a magical stink bomb that gave off a putrid odor, and dung bombs left a per- person's hands dirty. Okay. So, like, they also definitely avoid it's the just, issue. It's just shit. <laughs> Like it's like it's we need we need we need magical it's just terms a handful for everything. Of shit. A yeah. little packet of shit. Yeah. Wow, with just like a little bit of like a firecracker in it or something. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like butter beer is just piss. That's it. <laughs> Whatever. Molly mentions creature. She's like, I thought creature might have done that. So then after everyone leaves, Harry's like, uh, talk about anything. Talk about anything normal. Uh, who's creature? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We learn that he's a house elf. Ron calls him a nutter. We get to talk about yeah. Spew again. I right. love that. And Hermione drops some foreshadowing on us. It's not just me. Dumbledore says we should be kind to creature too. Oh. Wink, wink, wink. That that's not gonna be relevant again later. <laughs> Author's note, this is yep. important. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur's note, you got to pay attention to this. Don't flame me if it doesn't make sense straight away. <laughs> Shout out to Raven. <laughs> Where's my fucking sweater, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> the sweater. The sweater. <laughs> the fucking sweater. Must have been a damn good sweater to break a friendship. <laughs> Some sweaters are yeah. that good. Yeah. It's true. It's true. 
in those years. I just bought a really good sweater, and Haley, we were too high the other day. I wore it next to you, but I forgot to say, look oh, at my no. sweater. Nice. And then H- Haley stole I it. Show you, I think I did. I did notice it. It was. It looked very comfy. Uh, she <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Two things I always notice: lamps and sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recognize faces, though. Like people don't mean anything to me. I'm actually horrible yeah. about them. Okay. <laughs> I'm genuine. Like haircuts, I'll be like, oh, like three days later, yeah. like, oh, did you? Brush your hair differently wow. or something? No, I, I got a whole foot cut off. But thank, thank you, you so for much. noticing. Did you wash? <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer covered in dung bombs. Uh, yeah, presumably Jenny washes her hands. <laughs> They're going down to see if they can eavesdrop because like all of the people who are in the meeting are coming out of the meeting. The twins are doing the extendable ears thing, but that they everyone mm-hmm. leaves. It doesn't matter. They're going down to dinner. Silent in the hall. Wait. Tonks knocks over the oh, umbrella stand. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What's going on? Oh, here we go. Yep. Sorry, we chunked for a minute there. <laughs> I kind of forget you guys are in the same yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to forget. <laughs> yeah. Lucy's covered in shit. <laughs> I'm just going to keep that this going. This whole time or just since we've been talking? Uh, like the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> this is how I keep Zach awake while we're recording. <laughs> just... Yeah. It's really cool. We have a really good relationship. <laughs> Sounds like. Tonks knocks over the umbrella stand. It makes a loud noise. And then, like, the curtains <sighs> start opening all, all down the hallway. There's, okay, there's one right next to Harry, and it reveals a oh portrait God. of a woman who is screaming a lot of really rude things and looking like a dead ghost person. Oh, wow. Is it a dead ghost person? She yeah, looks she's scary. like drooling and her eyes are rolling. The yellowing skin of her face stretched Awful. out as the, she screams. I love that. Like, oh. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. It's a great image. Yeah. It's a beautiful Horrible. thing. The sound of her screaming wakes up all the other portraits down the hall. They Perfect. all start screaming. And everyone's just screaming. <laughs> Scum! Ah! I, existence. And everybody's yelling at Tonks, and and Tonks is yelling about being sorry, yeah. and then they're yelling at Tonks for yelling, and then she's yelling at them for yelling at her. Yeah. And they're trying to get the curtains closed, but they can't. That's the... And then they just pick up the umbrella stand and leave it there to kick over again next time. Yeah. She already she already tripped over it twice. Like, obviously you get move rid it at of that it. point. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, we're British. We're not going to no. the seven troll like umbrella stand. I get it rains a lot in Britain, but like, do you need it really? Nope, we're not going to address it at all. Uh, no, we're, not, we're just that's where it goes, and therefore it goes there. But again, it's it's magic, okay? Yeah. Like if we can't trigger the screaming portraits, what's the point of having all these screaming portraits in my hallway? Exactly you know, right. <laughs> that's yeah. the only reason why I invited Tonks over. <laughs> kick over the elephant umbrella stand. Uh, this would be like so scary, I think, to be in the middle of this and then just suddenly people around you are uh, screaming. Just, yeah. Like, like it, in a real life application, I would not be really. No. Cool yeah, I'd with be like, this. yeah, see you later. I am going anywhere else. Like, I understand like the drama factor, I know, but like, couldn't someone have given Harry just like haunted portraits? Just keep your phone. It's no. Agony. Just anything. How many times it's like, just fucking give Harry the information he needs. 
Just right. even yeah. one small morsel of information. Yeah, just please. like like two to tide him over yeah. until dinner. Any like needs. It's like I, I just I picture the poor editor. It's like clarify. Yeah, yeah. clarify. And JK is like no, no, I won't. I shall. Like, I think I might just adjust my contract so I don't have to read this. Haley, you say just clarify. I say please clarify. Clarify. <laughs> oh no, I, I'll just say clarify. Just put a couple of just question marks. <laughs> I get brusker and brusker as I go on. <laughs> No, no, I, I like to start off brusque so that when I'm nice, it, like they feel they feel like I'm doing something for sure. them. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this line is amazing! Wow, maybe you are competent. <laughs> haunted portraits. This is really giving like haunted mansion. Yeah, mm. yeah. they're really good. Like for fascist. It. Like with like right, snake yes. themes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, like yeah. very conspicuous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like just haunted, haunted, haunted house. And then we're going to leave Sirius Black alone in this house indefinitely. Without the internet. Without, I presume, a television. Thank goodness I got out of prison. Go back to Azkaban. (laughs) Yeah. The food was better. Go back to living in a cave and eating off eating rats. Like, <laughs> well, he doesn't. He does at the very least get to like chill with Molly a lot yes, of the time. Yeah. Nice. So there is yeah. that, and she's probably the best company in the Wizarding World. But they don't like each other. I mean, they don't like each other, but she still feeds people. Yeah. Like she just she, she just makes people, food, yeah. and it's just kind of lying yeah, around, right. and she's not going to get mad if he takes it. <laughs> They're trying to close the curtains. They won't close. Whatever. Sirius and Lupin come and they're like, together, we can close the curtain. Mm. And they close the curtain. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. <laughs> and with the power of Sirius's just lifetime of Hatred. built up repressed right. rage. <laughs> yeah. Screaming at his mother like he always That's right. Wanted. He's like, Harry, you think you know trauma. Watch me close this curtain. <laughs> Yeah, so they they managed to shut her up, and then Sirius goes, "Hello, Harry. I see you've met my mother." Oh, that was, that's a great ending line. Boom! It is pretty oh. good, especially since she is a haunted portrait. Like you don't expect mm-hmm. it, but there it is. There it is. Yeah, so good. Wow, that serious guy is really cool. I hope he sticks around. Yeah, mm. no, he has a great arc. I'm so looking forward to when he adopts his godson. <laughs> Oh, so good. Harry never has to go back to Privé Drive. Oh, that's such a good idea because Harry was really upset about that. So it makes sense that he would now stay with Sirius at 12 Grimwald Place. Like, that would be perfect. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to read the rest of the series. Yeah, Yeah, it would. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's going to be so idyllic, guys. Like, so many family vibes. (laughs) Just so so, so much support. So much parental support. It's like a a montage of Sirius and Harry cleaning the house up, sprucing it all up, settling into their new lives. Yeah. That must be the rest of the 800 pages. Healing each other as they heal themselves. Oh, it's so beautiful. This book is so fucking long. Wow. This book is so fucking long, and it's we so long. are on page like whatever, eighty, and wow. like we could have just started here. I just. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. <gasps> These books go so. Sl- oh my god, we're recording so late that my little birth control alarm's going. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Quick! <laughs> Stop the baby. So does anyone have any final thoughts about the chapter or any like things you want to like circle back to because they were extra good or or anything? Any last words? There is one little moment when mm-hmm. Harry's screaming at Ron and Hermione and like there's an empty picture frame and you can hear giggling coming out of it. And it's like, oh, Phineas Nergellus is like, he's dropping out of sight and laughing at them. 
What an asshole. A wonderful detail. (laughs) I love Phineas Nigel so much. And like, I totally missed that on this read. So thank you for pointing it out because that's hilarious. He's like, punk bitch, come on. It's just such a good chapter. It's such an integral part of the story. So much happens. I, um, it's so important. I like the bit where yeah, Harry yells in all caps for multiple pages. That that reminds me of me trying to write when I was fifteen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, the character's really angry now. Exclamation marks. I have a lot of angst. Harry does a lot of all caps in this one, so so just get ready, buckle up for the all caps train. Mm-hmm. Angst. Are y'all ready to wrap up and move on to some plugs? Yeah, I reckon. Perfect. Let's that sounds it. great. Lucy and or Zach, can you just remind people where they can find your podcast yeah. on the internet? So our Fang Fiction is on all the podcast platforms. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, although it's our Twitter account has never been touched <laughs> at Fang Fiction Pod. I don't recommend Twitter. It's, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah. I deactivated it a long time ago and never looked back. Nice. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. It's a real Ginny era. Our podcast would be a lot more successful if I wasn't quite so allergic to social media, but... Yeah, we would be famous. We'd be, like, very famous. <laughs> so can I assume you don't want to share your own socials, Lucy? Um, no, you can follow Lucy Hagen underscore rights. I don't post very much, but you're welcome to follow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I have a Substack. What is that? If you want what to read some that? of my writing... Ooh. It's like email newsletters, lucyhagen.substick. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Lucy, what's something that you've been reading or write? Or I was going to say writing. I mean, you can if you want to. Reading <laughs> I'm not going to plug my own writing. <laughs> or watching or listening to or talking about. Like, what's something you think that the listeners of our podcast would enjoy? Uh, I just finished reading. I was a bit late to the party with this, but I just finished reading the webtoon Lore Olympus. That's like Woo! this beautiful feminist retelling of like the Hades and Persephone myth and it's free on the app webtoon and it's fucking great it's extremely good mm-hmm. and you can buy books of the first yes uh there's two Definitely books the first I don't one. remember I think the many. second one is now available as a book as well wow amazing yeah. Zach do you want people to find you on the internet yeah that'd be great thanks so much <laughs> I don't use my name so I've actively stopped people from finding me but I'm um h underscore n e on Instagram. Um, I have a uh, WordPress, which is h-ne.com. Nothing to do with my name, so very uh, complicated to find, Uh, but but do (laughs) it. Well, it's linked in the show notes. Yeah, perfect, perfect. What's something that you've been watching, playing, reading, listening to lately that you think the listeners of our pod would enjoy? Oh, amazing. I've just been, I've finally been reading the Sandman comic series. It's like it's, I shouldn't even plug it. Oh. It's so famous and big, but everyone should read Sandman. Um, it's wonderful. The Netflix series just came out and apparently it's great. Um, if any, very different style, but if you're into like horror dystopia um, with like socio political undertones, Tender as the Flesh is a really good book that I've been reading um, by Agostina Basterica. Um, super horrific, but so interesting. Uh, at the same time, just like Harry Potter. We are very much playing to type with this that I was like, romance. Yeah. And Zach's like, horror. Would you like, un- would you like underground comics and gore? <laughs> yeah, me neither. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Haley, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet if you must at the writ to wit on Twitter. And I will continue the trend of extremely uh, on brand plugs <laughs> and plug uh, tarot for writers. Um, nice. I've I've uh, been fucking around with tarot cards uh, and there's a really this is a really excellent guide where you basically use them uh, for like doing writing prompts or uh, developing a story because every card is like a little like a little scene mm. essentially. Uh, so it's really useful for that. And it also uh, can if you are interested in like actually doing tarot for tarot, it's a great resource for learning more about uh, all of the symbolism and everything that's awesome thank you so Love much it. for for sharing that yeah that's really cool i've been your host christina you know where to find me and this week i'm gonna plug a book i read recently called wine girl and uh i'm gonna carry on the trend of extremely on brand plug <laughs> amazing <laughs> the book is called wine girl by victoria james she is um, america's youngest sommelier or at least she was when she wrote this book. Um, it's just her memoir of how she it was just this like uh, fuckboy kid who learned learned to just like really love wine. It's just cool and I learned a lot about wine. So check that out. Wine Girl by Victoria James. That's the end of our episode. Lucy, Zach, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you, you for having us. This has been a blast. Bring I'm so glad back. you feel the same way. Yeah, I, I feel like I've met some kindred spirits. I laughed a lot on this episode and uh, it's it's going to be a good That's one. Good. So <laughs> You're welcome, <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> I really appreciate your time and energy. <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate yours. Uh, and Haley, as always, thank you so much for being my co-conspirator. <laughs> always a pleasure. Before we go, I'd like to say a few words. Pronk, Firkin, Impignorate, palaver. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Drink some water. Bye. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the restricted section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at restrictedpod on Instagram at Restricted Section Pod, on Facebook at Restricted Section Pod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. What would you do if there was a terrifying prophecy about you? Or you had to go on a perilous quest to save a friend. Or everything you loved was in danger and the world was about to end. Whoa, uh, slow down, Charlie. You know what to do when all that crazy stuff happens, right? Call Ghostbusters? No, <laughs> you listen to Of the Eldest Gods. Oh, 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 oh right, right, right. Sorry, Ray. Uh, y'all can listen to our podcast about the Rick Riordan books. <laughs> we'll cover each chapter and talk about some of the fucked up mythological content Context. And we'll probably get cursed by Zeus. Let's know. hope that doesn't happen this season. Catch Oteg on all your podcast platforms. And eat some blue food while you listen. Wish us luck while we survive the apocalypse. Charlie. What? I like opened up my book to the wrong chapter and I started reading and I was like, this makes, if you skip this chapter, it, it, it still makes sense. D.
Wave X Media.